I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I pick a surprise topic. And I get high and opinionated so we can discuss it together. So grab a snack and hang out with us for Haley Haley Hates Hates Everything. We're back. Hi. Hello. How is everyone doing? It's me, <laughs> Haley. And I am joined by my friend and <laughs> companion in life, Sean. <laughs> Hello, Sean. How are you? I'm doing good. You're like, oh, shit. Did I get downgraded? <laughs> he made a face. He was like, oh, this is news. Back to the friend zone. <laughs> I'm just your Samwise Gamgee. Aw, Sam. <laughs> Sam. You know, we did talk about that <laughs> not too long ago where we discussed, yeah, I'm definitely the Frodo and you're the Samwise. <laughs> I am like the really sad, depressed one that is like latching on to, the, to this ring that I adore. <laughs> and <laughs> no matter what pain befalls me. Nah, I, <laughs> I am the, the emo one. I'm the sad little hobbit that is trying really hard. Some days you're in Rivendale, other days you're at the gates of Mordor. Yeah, and you're the Samwise Gamgee, who helps me along my journey, takes (laughs) care of me. And I did buy elf ears recently. Oh, that's right. So I can maybe try to be more Rivendale. (laughs) (laughs) Less Mordor, more Rivendale. (laughs) That would be great. So, I I love the elf ears. They're really cute, and I can't wait to do a photo shoot with them. But anyway, that's what's cooking. We just, I want to touch on the last couple of weeks. The podcast has been a little chaotic because Sean was high the week before last. And so, we were a little bit everywhere. (laughs) And then last week, we had Nigel and the ghost of Joaquin on. Oh, yes, yes. And all hell broke loose. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It's, it was our first episode with a guest. So we didn't know how things were going to go or what was going to happen. We have a better idea now of how to handle guest time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have we have some more focus and ways to refine it and hopefully mm. keep things on the path. We learned things. We learned Definitely. how to, to better do episodes of the podcast. And I had really fun, a lot of fun having a guest on and chit-chatting and stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't want Nigel to be like, oh, well, you don't like my episode. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. And he will get an attitude about it. No. <laughs> we had a great time. And I'm so happy that we had guests on. But, but it was chaos. It was utter chaos. It was just tangent after tangent. We were high and drunk, and that was an that was an issue. And so we know better for next time. Things have been a little chaotic, but we're gonna try to stay on track. Is what I'm trying to say. I just wanna you know put that out there. We know the last couple of weeks have been a mess, a hot mess. <laughs> well, hopefully they were entertaining at least. No, I do hope they were entertaining. Nobody said anything about my impressions. <laughs> so, so I haven't heard shit, so I don't know what's happening with that. But hopefully it was entertaining. We had fun doing it. So yeah. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Forrest Gump. We don't have a whole lot of follow-up, really. I mean... Uh... Nobody sent in their ghost stories. I think mm. they were just being chickens about it. 
Like, I ask because I want to know. So if you have a ghost story, please tell me. Don't hold it back. I'm not interested in people holding shit back. That Let me just go ahead and say that. Don't hold shit back. Just, just put it out there. I'd rather know than not know. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. goes for anything. Yeah, yeah. For anything, any situation. I don't like when things aren't said because then I have to carry that shit around because I don't know how to put it down. So just tell me. Just tell me your stories, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleading with you. Yeah, so there's not a lot of follow-up. I just, you know, I wanted to go over the elephant in the room. Like, yeah, things have been a little crazy. We're sorry. Life goes on. But as far as driving, we didn't we didn't get into that. We didn't watch that. We'll save. Maybe we can save some of that for later. Maybe w- when things happen on the road, I can write them down somewhere mm. so I remember them. So I can go over those. Yeah, yeah. But in light of the last couple of weeks... We've also been figuring out ways to jazz it up, ways to jazz up the podcast, ways to keep the Haley train on the tracks. (laughs) And so we're going to introduce a couple of segments at the end of this episode. Also, it's episode 10, by the way. Oh, shit. That's true. It's already episode 10. Yeah. That just flew by. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But we will have a couple new segments. So I'm very excited about that. Do you want to introduce our, our first segment? I think we can just go into it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Our first segment is... Things that make you go... Ooh-wee! So do you want to explain things that make you go ooh-wee and what, what this is about? Well, it's... We're kind of taking a shift off of everything that Haley hates to maybe some of the things that Haley and Sean are enjoying or love even. So, yeah, trying to, uh, yeah, bring some some joy. We're bringing balance to the universe. Mm, Yes. You know, we're hating, but we're also loving. Yeah. It is a yin and a yang and... You know, we're, we're trying to do our part by bringing balance to the universe. Mm. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about some of the shows we've been watching, mm. if that's okay, because those have been quite fun. So, aside from crying and crafting, we've been watching TV <laughs> and we've watched various shows that have been new to us, for the most part, on HBO Max. There's Jet. Yeah, yeah, Jet was, was pretty good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it yeah. I She... I don't want to give too much away. So Carla Gugino plays this really hot, sexy, like, thief for hire type lady. Yeah. Like, secret spy, assassin, thief. Well, she says she doesn't kill, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> so anyway, I've always thought that she was a great actress and, like, she's super hot. So I was excited to see this. And she's, like, a yeah. sexy sexy thief lady. <laughs> yeah. And there are a lot of women in the cast that are like kicking ass and doing a really great job. So I was excited to see that. We have watched the whole thing. Well, up to now, I guess there's going to be a second season. Yeah. It sounds like it. It's, it's actually a pretty long watch. I mean, you're not going to binge it in a day. I think it's nine hour long episodes or something. So yeah, you got like a nice, depending on how long you want to stretch it out. You got a show that you can watch over a good period of time. Yeah, exactly. So she is sort of out of the game and then someone pulls her in to do another job and then that leads to various things that happen. And I liked that she was a badass. Mm-hmm. I liked that she was smart and that the, there were other strong women around her. Yeah. I don't like 
that she still used sex and her body to like get things mm, yeah. that she needed done. I mean, I wish they had found another way around that. But what's the guy, the ma- the main bad guy? Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah, so he was in Breaking Bad. He's in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He's I a mean, great he's, actor. He's great, yeah. Yeah, he's in a ton of things. He's in it, and... I was trying to think if there's anyone else I recognized. Anyway, it's not. Don't watch it with your kids around. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There is <laughs> there is violence. There is sex. There is nudity, and you know, cussing and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, I I will also say that I liked how different episodes focused on different characters to kind mm. of see their side of things or what was happening with that character in as like in the present time of everything happening yeah 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 the whole series is kind of interspliced with like some flashbacks and kind of filling in backstories and things like that as the main story's progressing yes and so there were certain episodes that focused on certain characters and like there's some crazy stuff that happens like just banana cakes and there's a there's one episode where you're following one of the you know, more asshole characters. And there's a, a a female character who has been essentially kidnapped and she is trying to escape. I'm trying not to give anything away. I'm <laughs> tell you who or what. The, that whole episode is basically her trying to escape from this like underground subway station area type situation. Mm, yeah. And it plays out like a horror film. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I jumped and like went, oh my God, you know, or something like that at some point. Yeah, yeah. It It's like a horror movie. And I actually still think about it and how scary just mm. some of the the imagery, knowing what was going to happen. Like, you don't necessarily see everything happen, but you yeah. know. And it, I just, I felt like it was so good. And they use a lot of lighting. Um, yeah, light yeah, a lot. Ch- color changes. Mm-hmm in the entirety of the show to like set certain moods and just be artistic looking and stuff Mm -hmm. it's really it's pretty cool so that's jet on hbo max Mm -hmm. yep if you're interested in that another one that we started watching also on hbo max was the white lotus that one just came out (laughs) a few weeks ago i think we just watched the fourth episode and ongoing currently yeah it's it's happening now so in that one it's jennifer coolidge and steve zahn connie Britton some really pretty girl with blue blue eyes like i'm very jealous of her eye color (laughs) see that's that's the combination i wanted to be born with was dark hair and like fucking blue eyes see i don't get how her eyes are so blue when her brother has brown eyes it's called genetics yeah just things work that way i suppose sometimes it happens because in in what class is that biology where you have to do the whole like chromosome thing tangent alert tangent alert so we had to pair up and i paired up gosh what was his name i wasn't into him i was into his friend see i was just a freshman and this guy was a senior his name was lawn and he was very attractive he was a black man, and he had the juiciest booty, mm. and I just couldn't understand how a man had that booty, and I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> so I never talked to Lon. I was too scared. He was just, like, way out of my <laughs> league. He was way older than me. Like, that was a big thing. But his friend was really nice. And I don't remember his friend's name, but, like, we were friends. Mm-hmm. I was one of the youngest people in the class, 
because I think my biology class, I was the youngest. My geometry class, I was the only freshman in that class. So I was around older folks. But anyway, the friend, let's call him Ronnie, because I don't remember his name. He was very nice. <laughs> and so when we did our DNA stuff, we our kid came back with a cleft chin. Neither one of us had a cleft chin. This is my po- this is the whole point of that explanation about lawn and the friends. <laughs> we did our DNA thing. Our kid was supposed to have a cleft chin. Neither one of us had a cleft chin. So that's just how how the cookie crumbles. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got the brown eyed cookie crumble when I wanted the blue eyed <laughs> cookie crumble, or even the green eyed cookie crumble. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And then later, when I learned you can have like violet eyes, I was like, ooh, that's cool. I'll do that. Nope, I got brown eyes. But you have beautiful brown eyes. Thank you. A hundred percent of Donnie Wahlberg say they are irresistible eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm not making that up. He actually said that to my face, and I tell anyone who can listen. (laughs) So you're being forced to listen. Donnie Wahlberg says (laughs) I have irresistible eyes. So anyway, the White Lotus. That's what we were talking about. So that chick, I don't know if you watched Shadow Hunters. Her brother is the the cute one on Shadow Hunters. Alec. Al Alec. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All I, right. Yeah, I think they're like their last name's like Dodoro or something. I don't know, something yeah, like that. Some... Um. Also, the dude who was one of the interns in the office. Jake, I think. Yeah, he was like the the tuna of of him. That was like Dwight Jr. And Tuna Jr. And he was the Tuna Jr. If you watch The Office, then you understand. Anyway, he's in it, too. But it's about a resort in Hawaii. And it was actually filmed in Maui and Wailea. And it's about these people who are vacationing at this resort and the people who work there. Like a richy rich resort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or at least at least these people are staying in the suites and they, like, were brought in on a boat and... All kinds of stuff, so. Yeah, it's like, rich bitch, like, that's the way I would like to do Hawaii kind of thing. (laughs) And, you know, it's a dramedy. Craziness ensues. Lots Mm -hmm. of things happen. I would say that mostly you shouldn't have kids in their room when you watch. I think up until this last episode, there wasn't that much, like, imagery or anything that would Mm. kind of throw things off necessarily. I mean, there was some, like, insinuation of masturbation. You could kind of see certain people taking their clothes off or, like, having sex under covers or something. I mean, the first episode, I don't know if it was prosthetic, but you got to see Steve Zahn's, like, dick and balls. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Remember where he, he was having the whole... The whole thing starts out with him kind of having a crisis where he thinks he has testicular cancer. I don't remember. I guess they weren't that impressive. I don't remember his dick and balls. <laughs> I guess they didn't stay in my head. I don't remember that. Okay, never mind then. Don't have your kids in the room. Because by the fourth episode, there's definitely going to be something happening that you don't want your kids to see. So, <laughs> you just thought of that, did you? Okay. Anyway, it's funny. I mean, Jennifer Coolidge plays a character who's more depressed. You find out that she has ashes that she has to, mm-hmm. you know, get rid of or whatever. And so she's having some issues. Like everybody has some kind of issue. Yeah. But there's also a lot of comedy and funny stuff. And it's kind of dark too. And mm-hmm. I, I just, it makes me laugh. I really enjoy it. I wish <laughs> I could just binge it. I wish I could just spend all week watching. Haley gets, gets anxious to be able to get to watch White Lotus every Sunday. I do. I just, I like that mix of comedy and drama and. 
Yeah. I just, I like the fu- the funny parts and like the dark funny parts where, yeah, yeah. you know, I just, I like that. It yeah. entertains me. <laughs> so that one's good. We also wa- have started watching Secession. Su- Oops. Uh, Dobby's right next to me and I keep forgetting that he's under here. We also have been watching Secession. Succession. 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 Oh my God. What channel is that on? Yeah, HBO Max. HBO, oh, okay. Well, we've been watching a lot of HBO Max. <laughs> and so that one's been on for a while. I don't know how many seasons there are. There's two seasons currently, and I think... Oh, I thought it was more than that. I think they're working on a third season, I believe. Okay, well, I know Kieran Culkin is in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's pretty great. Yeah, he's nutty. And I'm trying to think... I don't... I guess there's not a lot of other actors. The main, like, uh, paternal figure, I think you'll recognize him from all kinds of shows and stuff. I don't know his name, though. But anyway, it's about this family who have a large corporation. They're very rich. They're very well-to-do. You were saying it was more kind of like a Disney where there's all of these different... I was thinking almost kind of like a Universal. So it's oh, like okay. Universal Studios. It's not quite as big as Disney. And like, you know, yeah. maybe some of their their shows aren't quite as big or something. I don't know. But it's not as giant as a Disney yeah, like, but they're supposed to have like music and TV and yeah. and news sites and all of this kind of stuff under this corporate umbrella. And then, you know, it's like all of their family drama and stuff that unfold. Mm-hmm. And that's been really fun to watch, too. I don't know. I don't want to say that much about it because I don't want to give too much <laughs> away. But I have been finding that entertaining because it's like it's not really anything you can relate to. Yeah. So it's it's a nice brain escape. <laughs> like ultra rich people. Yeah, like crazy rich. They they take helicopters on the father's birthday to go play baseball. Oh yeah, they just go out in the country somewhere and there's a tent and a baseball game set up and yeah. all of this food, everything's catered, there are tables and stuff. Just for homeboy's birthday. Yeah. Just for the afternoon, helicopter out. You yeah. Know. I would like that. <laughs> I don't want all the bullshit that comes with being rich. I just want the money. Because <laughs> not only could I do nice things for other people with the money, but I could just, like, go to Italy and get some ravioli. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for the weekend. And I would love that. Get some ravioli. Stroll through Pompeii. I want to see Pompeii. Yeah, true. I know that's not like a fun destination, but it's very interesting. I want to go to Pompeii. Yeah. And then I could just, you know, jet home. And also, look, this is the this would be the best thing about being rich to me, having my own private jet. The fact that I wouldn't have to stress out about going to the fucking airport and getting on a fucking plane with everybody staring at me because I'm the fat lady on the plane that they don't want to sit next to. Without all of their prying eyes, I could have a big old seat to myself. I could drink wine. I could chill. That would be so nice. The plane would already be disinfected before I got on it. I wouldn't have to be the one pulling out my alcohol wipes and wiping everything down (laughs) before I sit down. Yes, I am that one. I also have a little cover for the seats. I have a little cover for the table that comes down. (laughs) I am, I'm organized, but also it's out of necessity because gross (laughs) and ugh. I just, planes, airplanes, airports, traveling, 
All of it makes me so cranky. I hate, I'm already terrified of flying. So to have a private jet that I could just be like, <laughs> it's just, it's just me and whoever's coming with me and we're going to get there fine. We don't have to worry about some asshole clipping his fingernails or some ding dong mm. that's going to the bathroom in their socks Ugh. or that kid with the sticky fingers that keeps kicking your seat. You don't have to worry about that. It's just <laughs> peaceful. I want peaceful air travel. I would love a private jet. But sorry, I got on a tangent. Don't even need a G5. A G4 is fine. I'll take a G3. I G3? don't even know what that is, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Jesse McCartney talked about the G5. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what that was. I thought it maybe it was a car. <laughs> and because he was leaving, you know? Yeah. So, I, you know, I knew it was a form of transportation. Didn't know it was a plane. <laughs> didn't know it was a private jet. Anyway, Secession, HBO Max. <laughs> one other, maybe final HBO Max one, is we enjoyed Starstruck. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so that was that was really funny. It's a comedy for sure, but there are I guess it has a dramatic kind of storyline, but it's mostly funny. Yeah. And the actress, is she a comedian? I feel like we've seen her do stand up. I know, I know. I I thought so too. I I can't I can't remember. And she is from New Zealand, right? I believe so, yes. I'm pretty sure they called her a Kiwi in the thing, but I'm pretty sure she's from New Zealand. Anyway, I don't remember her name, but She's very pretty, and she's kind of goofy, and she's funny. (laughs) And she is just a person living in London, and she she happens to meet this guy, and they hook up, and then she finds out that he's a big-name actor. Yeah. Like, big celebrity, leading man. I'm, I'm trying to think his level of stardom would be, what, like a Ryan Reynolds or a... Bigger than that, probably. Well, he was in, I thought it was like maybe less than a Ryan Oh, really? Yeah. Because he was in kind of like a, I don't know, that movie that, well, I guess it was just him and that actress were the the two mains in that that movie. Huh. Yeah, maybe so. Like a young Tom Cruise. Like a, yeah. Like 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 a Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I was going to say Jake Gyllenhaal in like Prince of Persia. Ooh, I want to watch that again. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like a a big name actor. She doesn't recognize him. She finds out later he's a celebrity. And then, you know, that's their issue. (laughs) And so throughout the show, you're wondering, well, are they going to get together again? Are they going to have a relationship? Are they not? Is it... You know, what's going to be the deciding factor? Anyway, it was very entertaining, and it's half an hour shows, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe. I think so. I think so. Maybe. Oh, well, I think those were the main things, shows I was going to talk about. I was also going to mention Black Monday on Showtime. That just yeah, yeah, ended, the right? third season of Black Monday just finished up. And that's just crazy and funny and <laughs> yeah, silly and nuts up. So very entertaining. Paul Shear is in it. June Dan, Raphael. Don Cheadle. Uh, Don Cheadle, yes. Horatio Sands was a little bit in season yeah. three. <laughs> Casey Wilson. Ah, I was trying to think. I'm trying to picture everybody's face. Anyway, there's a lot of people in it, and it takes place in the 80s. and So there's very <laughs> dated clothing and hair, and that's really fun, too. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing what they're wearing <laughs> and all of that. It's just fun. It's fun, so check that out too and then ted lasso season two started on apple tv mm, yep. yeah that's a good one as well yeah 
I mean, I've always liked Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a big crush on him for a while. And he his character is just so, like, lovable, <laughs> down home. Like, I don't know. <laughs> He's just... But he, I think he knows, you know, more about what's happening around him than it leads on, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's there's wisdom to him, but it's it comes from a very, like, simple package. Yeah. Yeah, true. I don't know. It's really good. It has, like... It's funny, but it does have a lot of heart to it, which is what we really loved about the first season. Yeah, totally. I think that's everything that's making me say we lately, besides crafting. I did find a stick at the winery, and I made a wand out of it. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that's very cool. I embedded little little gemstones and rocks into it, mm-hmm. painted it, sparkled it up. I'll post it on my Instagram, probably on Saturday, so... If you guys want to check that out. Oh, also, can I give a shout out to the crispy chicken salad at Red Robin? Oh, it's yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy. I'm I'm still eating a salad, but I got the crunch from the chicken. It's tasty. It is good. I just wanna I just wanna shout out that. <laughs> what I do? Honey mustard poppy seed dressing on that one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite tasty. <laughs> so if you want to go to Red Robin. And I don't know how necessarily, like, healthy they are, but the zucchini fries are pretty tasty. Oh, the zucchini fries. Yeah, those are good. Those are real good. It's like zucchini straws that have been, like, breaded and fried. Once you pop, you can't stop. They're so good. (laughs) Also, the garlic fries. We've had Red Robin a few times lately. It's just quick and easy. But usually we just get a salad. (laughs) But I had the garlic fries last time. Oh, my God. You will burp like a motherfucker. But they are so tasty. So, so those are Dude. our Red Robin recommendations. <laughs> Just in case you need a, a smackerel for yourself um, or the ones you love. Well, I don't, I don't know where it fits in, but the one other thing we did watch was F9. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> we did watch it. So we listened to a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Where they listen to, I mean, they watch essentially shitty movies and then talk about them and you know they go over everything that happens and the plot and different aspects of making the film and all of that and it's really funny we we enjoy it a lot and so it is more fun to listen to the podcast when we watch what they have watched well it's their tradition to do every fast and furious movie which I am not a fan of. I don't particularly enjoy them. Vin Diesel looks like a thumb. I'm not attracted to him in any way. There's no reason for me to watch these movies. They're not for me, okay? And yet, it is better to watch the movie, to hear them talk about it, so you understand just how insane everything is. And so, yes, we did watch the movie. We haven't watched all of the Fast and Furious movies. No. No, I know I've seen one, two, and three. Okay. And I think you and I watched seven or something for the podcast. Yeah. Not our podcast, but their podcast. Yeah, yeah. We watched seven. We missed eight. And now we watched nine. Okay. And then we also, (laughs) did we see the one with the little little kickboxing guy? Jason Statham. The one that he did separate. Did we see that one? Oh, Hobbs and Shaw. I think I watched that one because you didn't. You weren't interested in it. Is that the one where he was, like, humping someone on a car top or something? Oh, no, that's, What's like, there? Crank or something like that. Oh, okay. And he was involved, though, right? Because you were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Is that right? Yeah, Jason Statham was in Crank, and he was in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So Crank was the one I'm thinking about where he's humping someone. Yeah, something like that, where he can't like let his adrenaline go down or something like that, or he'll die. So he has to constantly be doing crazy shit. Every man's dream. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I thought I had seen the other one with Homeboy, but I didn't. Good for me. It's him and The Rock, and The Rock uh, holds a truck and a helicopter together with with chains. And oh, Lord. It's just, it's, yeah, uh, it's no, insane. I'm glad I missed it. Idris Elba was in it as, like, Black oh. Superman. I mean, that's what he calls himself. It's He's not an actual Superman, but he's got, like, I think he's got a super suit, or he's got, like... Oh, so like... it's not like a parallel universe no, where he's no. a Superman. No. Oh, okay. I was really confused. <laughs> so I was thinking, I don't remember seeing him in a Superman costume or anything. Yeah, so we did watch the movie. It's mildly entertaining. I laughed out loud. <laughs> we also had Sean's mom over for dinner when we watched it. And I think she got mad at me because I was laughing. <laughs> I was guffawing, you guys. I made sure to get high. I had a shitty day that day. <laughs> I got high. I watched that movie. I laughed out loud multiple times. <laughs> and then there was some point, like maybe two laughs in. Where she goes, this isn't a comedy. This isn't supposed to be a comedy. And I'm like, well, it's trying real hard. <laughs> but I think she was mad at me for laughing. <laughs> I think she's into Vin Diesel. He just looks like a thumb to me. Not interested. Yeah. And then the other guys. guy, what did I say he looked like? I had specific things I said. Uh, the wrestler guy. Oh, 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 Cena. John Cena's in it. Yeah, yeah. Amazingly, Vin Diesel's brother. Yeah. Which they kind of allude to maybe he's only a half-brother. Yeah, they don't know. They just wanted John Cena in the movie. I was laughing most of the movie. And then there were parts that were boring that I looked at my phone. But but it was mildly entertaining. I mean, there was crazy stuff. It The, the dialogue is awful. Just the bare minimum. And... <laughs> It's just always so funny to me how Vin Diesel doesn't change his facial expression. You know, his eyes look the same. <laughs> yeah. His mouth just slightly hangs open. There's no wrinkles in his forehead that much, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, nothing changes. <laughs> He's just like, okay. The Fair. worst thing you could do to a Toretto is take the With family. family. <laughs> family every time he came on the screen i just said family i think that your mom didn't like that either <laughs> every time things would get serious i'd go family <laughs> which i thought was hilarious <laughs> anyways yeah it was watch it if you want to it is entertaining i guess <laughs> it's fun to laugh at because it is just crazy 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 <laughs> yeah they yeah. defy the laws of gravity <laughs> they defy the laws of physics they defy laws of the human body just the way they <laughs> take a licking and keep on ticking is just like not realistic just everything everything is wrong in that movie none of it should be happening none of it <laughs> i know it almost seemed like there's there's even like almost meta dialogue where they're seeming to say that they're like beyond human like superheroes or something that they they can't get harmed yeah they sit down and have a conversation about how amazing it is that they never get hurt when all of this <laughs> crazy stuff is happening and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess we're sort of super, we're supernatural or something. <laughs> you know, they make some kind of, and you're like, 
are, are they trying to tell us that they're superheroes? Because they are not. <laughs> they are not. But it was really, it was a really odd scene where they just, they were so serious and they were really like taking it in like, oh, we just found out we have superpowers. Like that was the, the vibe of the scene. It was incredible. It was insane. Yeah, I'm not happy I watched it. It's true. It's true. No cap. So no cap, which not a fan of the title. It's a working title for this segment. <laughs> no, again, no cap. If you haven't listened to the previous podcast, I don't know where you listen to this one. No cap means no lie. So this is a a truth telling segment. This is about keeping it fucking real. We're gonna talk about real shit. Another podcast I like is called The Deep Dive with Jessica <laughs> St. Clair and June Diane Rayfield. And they talk about some real shit. Jessica has had cancer and, you know, people they love have died. Like they talk about all kinds of stuff. And I'm usually laughing and crying like every episode. <laughs> and I really, really like that. And obviously I've I mentioned a little before, I have anxiety. I have depression. I have um, complex PTSD from childhood trauma. I am just a little treasure trove of mental issues. And... <laughs> And you had thyroid cancer. Oh, yeah, that, the old cancer, forgot about <laughs> it. Had that too. <laughs> check, check. <laughs> so I am just, you know, things affect me from time to time, more so than not, quite frankly. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to talk about it. And so I figured when we were talking about having different segments, it would it would be nice to have the little moments where we can just... Talk about shit. Yeah. So yeah. that's what No Cap, the segment is about. It's just about real shit. So yeah. we'll try to keep it in the segment, but you know, humans and all. So what shall we talk about? I guess like the last couple of weeks, my depression has been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I've been crying most every day. Uh, not all day. It's well, just <laughs> some parts. Not all day. Just an hour here and there. <laughs> Saturday was really bad. I think I've been doing better since then. But Saturday, I was really down and cried for a bit. And Sean's mom had me buy her a tiara for the wedding that we're going to. And she had to come pick it up. Well, that's, I was like, well, I got a fucking puffy face, but you can come over for dinner if you want to. And so we watched the movie and that was fine. So obviously I have anxiety and I will have panic attacks. Mm -hmm. from time to time triggered by whatever and <laughs> it's only been well saturday maybe that i figured out the difference between what was happening then i thought was a panic attack when it was actually an emotional flashback from my ptsd yeah. now i've been reading a lot more about complex ptsd and how so many of the issues that i have relate back to the childhood trauma mm, yeah. like these are all just like light bulbs that are going off all the time i think my depression has been worse because of it because when i'm learning about it things mm. are playing back in my oh, head you yeah, know yeah and so i'm kind of forced to relive shit but in that well not in the moment i didn't differentiate it but later on when i thought about it that's really the first time that i've been able to say oh that was an emotional flashback yeah not a panic attack like I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I can differentiate it better 
yeah. in the moment when it happens in the future. So yeah, there was less, I guess the difference is, if you're going through this and you're wondering, the difference that I noticed was that a panic attack, I, I feel very in danger, you know, like, well, the, the for lack of a better word, the panicky feeling, right? Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. I got to go. Like, I, I need to run. I need to run. That kind of feeling. That That was there less for this. Like it started as that, but the the sort of emotional flashback of it was just me remembering shit that happened to me and shitty things that my parents, specifically my mom, would say to me and how I'm, that made me feel. Mm-hmm. So whereas a panic attack is more like, I got to get out of here, the flashback was more like, Oh God, I'm a pathetic piece of shit. And, and I remember all of these things happening to me and being mm-hmm. said to me and, yeah. oh my God, it's just like an overwhelming feeling versus the sort of flight of it all. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense to me. Oh, okay. All right. Hopefully I'm explaining it. Okay. I mean, I don't have that experience right. per se, but I believe I can understand how you're explaining it. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I like for my words to make sense. <laughs> so yeah, it was just, it was really weird because I, I mean, that's the first time I'd ever picked up on the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, it seems like it's a step in the right direction, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also it like fucking sucks because then you're still <laughs> constantly remembering like tons of shit that yeah. was said and did to you and that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, highs and lows, pros and cons. It's just very, it's a very lonely feeling to like have to feel, I don't want to cry, have to feel all of these things all the time. Yeah. And nobody really, I mean, at least nobody that's a, like right around me, I feel like really fully understands i mean there's other people tons of other people have had lots of really shitty things happen to them and i know there's people that'll understand exactly what i'm saying yeah but you know i there's not a lot of people in my life that i feel have had those specific experiences where we can like talk and be like oh okay that that oh that happens to you that happens to me like we're we're normal for fucked up people you know what i'm saying like we could have some kind of camaraderie well and it's kind of hard to you know for that to come up like spontaneously in conversations because usually you're trying to put a good forward and stuff and not like expose your your most vulnerable see and that's i don't like the bullshit i don't just tell me tell me how fucking fucked up you are from the get-go i want to (laughs) know What is what are your mental issues? What kind of awful things are you dealing with? What happened to you as a kid? How are you feeling? What are the little demons in your closet? What do they look like? How do you keep control of them? Yeah. Like I want to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. I don't I don't like how's the weather? How's your mom? <laughs> where where do you work? I don't like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to like when was the last time you cried. When was the last time you laughed? <laughs> Were you beat as a child? Do you go to therapy? How yeah. has it helped you? Are you on medication? How has it helped you? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like Haley's version of small talk. Yeah. So so what what kind of meds are you on? <laughs> How long have you had depression? <laughs> 
<laughs> Which parent beat you? <laughs> what instruments did they use? <laughs> we, we could have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, I also like laughing about it because otherwise you're crying about it. Yeah. At least I am. So... <laughs> So it's helpful to make those dark jokes. I had a dream, actually, where I was helping some people, like helping a, a sort of an acquaintance, and that person's friend had cancer or they were getting a treatment or something. Mm -hmm. And so I was just kind of joking with them about it. I made some kind of like cancer joke, <laughs> and they were completely silent. And I was like, oh, shit, too soon? I was like... I had to laugh at my cancer to like get through it. So I thought it'd be okay. <laughs> and then they started laughing when they, when they knew I wasn't like being an insensitive asshole. Oh yeah. Like I yeah. was actually trying to entertain and lighten <laughs> the mood because you know, people don't joke about it. They don't, not a lot anyway, yeah. they, you know, they don't talk about cancer in a friendly, <laughs> friendly way. <laughs> and I, you know, I feel like a lot of times you have to, it's not, usually don't do it right away but then at some point sometimes you gotta laugh about it to yeah. not just stay in bed all day you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. anyway so they started laughing and they were like oh cool like n no one ever makes jokes and we didn't know how to take that and, and then we all started <laughs> laughing about how fucked up having cancer is yeah and yeah. so it was great and i enjoyed that dream <laughs> it was it was shaky at first i didn't know how they were gonna react I don't even remember the joke or anything, but yeah, that's, I don't even remember my point of that. Tignataro's got some, some good cancer humor. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, if you've ever, you know, had cancer or, you know, had a family member or someone you cared about with cancer and stuff, you know, I mean, or maybe just having empathy. I mean, you're going to have some tears, but it's also some good laughs and, and Yeah, it's like always that. like mildly uncomfortable like it's uncomfortable <laughs> yeah and then you can kind of start laughing about it a little bit more i mean like when your dad had cancer he had leukemia he died mm. in 2012 i definitely wasn't making fun of cancer <laughs> then i mean i think it would have helped us a lot yeah if yeah. we could have made fun of cancer then but i wasn't in that mental space then <laughs> And I feel like I should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is it can be uncomfortable. It's, it can be really uncomfortable. And it can be upsetting to, yeah, you sure. know, a certain point. But, you know, like hearing comedians talk about things like that. But then there are a lot of little gems of <laughs> jokes in there. And, yeah, I think Tignatar, she had breast cancer. And yeah. she, yeah, she has some great stand-up about it. Here's something I, I learned. I had a friend who got uh, testicular cancer, and they, like, removed the whole ball. The other one compensates by growing larger. Oh, really? Yep. Like, how large? Like a dinosaur egg? Or... I I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't asked for, like, <laughs> oh, you didn't ask? measurements or oh, anything okay. like that. But, yeah. That'd be an interesting conversation to have. That's, he, I, didn't I mean, know he had that. to ask his doctor because you know he's like, oh, "Okay, what's going on here? This this ball's getting pretty big." Oh, okay. <laughs> Bigger than it was. <laughs> Should I worry about this? Oh my goodness, that'd be no, terrifying. It's compensating. 
You know, they never tell you enough information at the doctor. <laughs> it's true. It's they true. They never, they never <laughs> tell you. And you think with like cancer and stuff, you would want to tell everyone every single aspect that they, look, these are the things you can expect to happen. These are the things you should be concerned about. Like, come see me if these things start <laughs> happening. Yeah. These are different ways you're going to feel. Here's different. Like you would expect that you would be given a lot of information and resources in which to help you get through it. No, no, no. <laughs> they don't give a shit. I mean, in my experience, even they didn't tell me everything. The only reason that our house was protected from my radioactive body was because I did internet research <laughs> leading up to my radiation treatment. So I had to go to the hospital and do all of these scans and stuff. And then they give me a pill that's radioactive. I swallow it. I have to come home immediately and completely isolate myself. I was doing quarantine before it was cool, okay? <laughs> and they didn't tell me shit about my body, my saliva, my urine, every excretion coming from within my body. They didn't tell me all of that was going to be harmful to everyone around me. Huh. They didn't tell me that I needed to cover my entire room in plastic and do all of these things. All of the stuff, the precautions, yeah. the preparations that, that we made yeah, in the yeah. days leading up to that was because I read it on the internet. Oh, I thought they'd get, I thought they gave you more information. No. They gave me a sheet with precautions yeah. 30 minutes before they gave me the radioactive pill. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And you and I spent days yeah, taking beforehand. furniture out of our bedroom, yep. moving things around, covering things in plastic, getting everything set up. My whole bathroom was covered in plastic. I had to have a separate like microwave for my food. I had to have all of this water and like breakfasts and stuff that I could make in my bedroom. We had to have at least two sets of sheets for every day for the first however many days. So we yeah, had to go to Big yeah. Lots and like buy all of these sheet sets for the air mattress I used. I had to have multiple toothbrushes and multiple sets of toiletries and all of this stuff. And you have to spit when you brush your teeth, you have to spit in the toilet mm. and then you have to flush it like four times. <laughs> and uh, I had to take a shower multiple times a day. Because, you know, my sweat and my saliva and all, everything was radioactive. The only reason that we were prepared is because I did my research, not because anyone gave me information. Because, again, it was like right before they gave me the pill, yeah. they gave me the sheet with all of the information on the back. Yeah, that wouldn't have been enough time at all. No. I, I had to stay, what, like 15 feet away from you or something like that? Well. Once, once. Once we got home. As soon as I swallowed the pill, we had to rush out to the car. I sat in the back of the car while you drove. <laughs> we came straight home. I had to come straight to my plastic palace, as I called it. And yeah, you couldn't be near me at all. Neither could the dogs. Yeah. Um, we had other dogs at that point. And uh, Sean would leave my food, like dinner. He'd leave it at the door because the door was closed for quite a while. And I, then I would go get it once you walked away and so I was in I was quarantined in the plastic room for nine days and then I got to come out and go to the doctor again <laughs> and get another scan and so yeah it was it was craziness yeah, yeah. but that you know my point was they don't tell you anything ahead of time 
they don't tell you your ball's gonna enlarge and you should <laughs> like that's normal yeah they don't tell you that stuff they they just they don't they don't i don't know why they don't think about it because they've mm. done this before you know yeah and everybody's different and everybody's gonna have different things that happen to them but like have a list mm. you know like yeah. here's some shit that might happen to you <laughs> and all of this is normal and these are things to look out for and stuff there was hardly anything about thyroid cancer which is why i wrote all about it on my blog because i wanted people to be more prepared than i was because i knew that for my anxiety i wanted to know every about every doctor appointment i want to know exactly what happened i wanted to know what the needles looked like I wanted to know everything and there was not a lot of information. And so I was like, well, then that's my job. <laughs> so yeah. I got to write about it and talk about it and stuff. And, and I know that I've helped some people that found yeah. out they had thyroid cancer after me. So yeah. that's awesome. I'm glad that it helped some people because there, yeah, there was like nothing. Yeah. It's really yeah. tough to find. So fun talking about cancer. <laughs> <ooh -wee. laughs> that's another ooh wee. Uh, <laughs> and now... Haley hates sour stuff because yeah. she had to do sour candy for like pretty much the entire time to get to get the like, radiation worked out of her saliva glands. Yeah, I just suck on sour candies the whole time because they <laughs> wanted you to get all all the radioactive saliva out. And uh, good lord, I sucked on sour candies just constantly, and my mouth was like <laughs> raw in places. Uh, it, it was just like burning. I hate sour things now. It, it, they just make me hurt and I don't like them. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't want sour candies anymore. They're painful. They're really quite painful. You don't expect that. I didn't anyway. And I remember, I think when my dad went through, I don't know, I think it was when he went through the, the chemotherapy, one of the the drugs or, or whatever it made him pee green. Oh, yeah, and they didn't tell him that. <laughs> I don't think so, He yeah. started peeing and it was green and he freaked <laughs> out. Like, what What else is wrong with me? Why is this happening to me? Yeah, they didn't tell him his pee was going to be green. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Hopefully not, like, too much of a bummer. <laughs> wah, wah. Bummer, brah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope it wasn't a bummer. Anyway, thank you for letting me share all of that and talk about it. That's very helpful to me. I like doing my tarot card readings on Monday. That may uh, sound yeah. kind of goofy to people, but I feel like they're really helpful for introspection and just thinking about how you're feeling and where you're at and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I think they're very helpful. When I did my reading, it told me to focus on things that light me up and keep doing those things. Yeah, yeah, good. You know, to try to find my purpose, like that's where my purpose lies or whatever. And I do feel like talking about shitty shit and trying to laugh about it is part of my purpose. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Turning my pain and sorrow into laughter <laughs> is important to me. <laughs> So thank you for letting me, you know, spill the tea and, and talk some shit about cancer and depression, that bitch. And I hope that I can do it in, again in the future because it does, it is helpful. And I'm sure I know, well, I know that there are other people who also have anxiety and depression and yeah. trauma and cancer and lots of other bullshit, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't like just talking shit, you know, like just talking about whatever bullshit i don't like you know what's how's the weather how, how are the cardinals today i don't whatever sports ball how's your team 
hanging to the left or the right. I don't care. You know, that's not the stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about the real, real shit. So this is a great outlet. I, again, I feel like the podcast is also part of my journey and exercise in being more me and trying to step out of my comfort zone more for all kinds of reasons, which I'm sure we'll get to in future episodes when those things come up. But yeah, it's, I, it's fun. I like doing it. I feel like it's part of my purpose. So there you go. This is what you get. I'm trying very hard, sometimes too hard. That's also an issue with me. But I'm happy to have this outlet and activity and tool in, I don't know, pushing myself out of the comfort zone. Today's a good, pretty good mental day, I guess. Awesome. Which, you know, they haven't when I've (laughs) tried to record the podcast. We've had some ups and downs. I've tried to push things to the side, but now we're just tackling them head on. So that's good. I like it. All right. I'll shut. I'll shut up. I've talked a lot, but we would love for you to share us with your friends. They listen to you. They believe you and they trust you. And it's your <laughs> duty to share our podcast with your friends. They look up to you. They admire you so. And they're going to love, they're going to love that you're recommending them things because they just can't wait to hear what you think. So share us with your friends. Also, I would encourage you to leave us a five-star review if you are feel so inclined on whatever <laughs> platform accepts reviews. I know Apple does. I don't know what other ones do. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah. I'm not know. schooled on that. But I'm just saying, if you see where you can review us, please do. Please leave us a five-star review. We would love that. We would love you for it. Also, If you want to email us any juicy tidbits, any thoughts, any opinions, any experiences, anything you want us to know about you, about us, about the podcast, about podcast topics, it's it's very broad, the range of things that you can email us about. Indeed. But you can. And we're at HaleyHatesEverything at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. I did post the ghost photo that I talked about in the last episode. I posted it on our Instagram. You have that link in the description. And, you know, you're welcome to follow us individually on Instagram. I like to show my plus size style. I like to talk about beauty products and travel and my dogs and boy bands Mm-hmm. and Outlander and I have a lot of costumes I've bought that I want to do photo shoots, shoots in so those will be coming up at some point I've done a lot of crafts lately so I post about those um, the different artwork and things that I that I do mm-hmm. I'm debating about opening an Etsy store we'll see if that happens I do have a YouTube channel I do unboxing videos and shit like that mm-hmm. mostly we box unboxings there I do do beauty box unboxings on Instagram live I'm trying to plug all my shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's everything that's, that's happening right now at this moment. Yeah. So anyway, if you feel so inclined, follow us, email us, hook it up. And we look forward to seeing you again in the future or, you know, Indeed. chit-chatting with you at least. We can't see you, but yeah. if you send us a photo of you, we can see you, but no dick pics, please. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> okay. Here it comes. <laughs> if you're Chris Evans, if you're Henry Cavill, if you're... Mark Fahili, if you know what Nick Carter, I'm curious. <laughs> Joe McIntyre, I'm I not. know what you're packing. Those are the, those are the people. <laughs> 
that I will accept dick pics from. Uh, I'm sure there's some others in there. So if I left you out, I'm so sorry. But choose wisely. Maybe ask for consent first still. Just so I can say, yes, Chris Evans, please send me a picture of your dick. Which I actually have already kind of seen because he did post that dick pic accidentally on Instagram, on Instagram story. Yeah. And hallelujah for the gay sites because they picked it up right away and that's where I found it. And, you know. It was a dick. It, it wasn't... I wouldn't write home about it, you know? It but it was perfectly fine. I'm sure it gets the job done. Yeah. So, anyway. Sorry, Chris Evans. Didn't mean to talk about your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Got distracted. <laughs> so, thank you. We... We hate... We, we really hate to say goodbye. Like, right now, I feel like I could just chit-chat to you all night. <laughs> but we gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> I really like doing Backstreet Boys songs on the podcast. <laughs> Just little, just little sound clips like that. Gotta go. Just that just makes me laugh. <laughs> well, I'll drop some in sync. Baby, bye, bye, bye. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. I see how you're playing the game. All right. Well, if in sync is in the house, then we gotta go. I got beef with in sync. I'll tell you about it later. Bye. Bye.